welcome to everyone. This is kind of exciting for me. My name is Brian Shires, and the last time I was here um, in this room was in 2011, February, as part of the first teacher training cohort that Diana taught for the MARC program. But I've never been actually on the stage, so this is very exciting for me, very meaningful. So welcome. Ah, hello, hello. So um, I thought what we'd do is just get a little sense of who's in the room, and then I'll, I'll give you a little, um, a couple of ideas that help me a lot in my practice that I think might be really workable, and then we'll practice together and see how it goes. But first, by show of hands, how many people are here for the first time at the Hammer doing this? Anybody? Okay, welcome. And anybody here trying mindfulness for the very first time? One person, you're the one person excited. Very, very cool, welcome. So, one more. We're gonna work out your arms a little bit. How many of you at some point in your life have been asked to pay attention? Anybody even say, please pay attention? Right? Most of us have, right, in school. And when I heard that as a college student at one point, I thought, well, what the heck is the currency for paying attention? Like, what am I paying with? It really didn't make much sense to me. And then I started practicing mindfulness, and I started studying what attention was, and it started to make a little more sense. So I thought if I talked a little bit about what that means, it might shift your experience a little bit. We'll see. And quite often, you know, if I ask you to pay attention to the lights up above, Right? We have these circular white lights. You point your eyes up. And a lot of times we think of attention like a laser pointer. I look up at the object that I've been asked to attend to, and there it is. But this idea of attention as a kind of a, a laser pointer or a directional device isn't quite how it functions. It's actually more like the navigational tool of your awareness like a lens that opens wider or narrows. Because what it really is doing is allowing you to receive information. Your attention is very feminine in that sense, it's very receptive. So when we pay attention, we're allowing information to come into awareness. Either a lot of information, like if you're looking at a landscape, maybe the Grand Canyon, taking in the grandeur, or maybe there's an ant crawling on your hand as you're holding the handrail and your attention narrows to notice where that tickling comes from. So attention is this extraordinary capacity to filter out or allow in information. So then what would be the payment? What am I paying with? Well, it turns out, of course, that as the brain receives information through our five senses and through some of the internal felt sense, that the brain does stuff with that. And a lot of it is modeling the world, making a sense out of the world. This is me, that's a chair, that's a person, that's a bus stop. And that often comes up in the form of pictures and stories. And when I actually don't notice that's happening, my attention gates actually close quite a bit and I take in less information. So what I discovered through practice and through looking at neuroscience research and talking to students is that the payment 
that we're talking about that teachers don't even know they're talking about is that I have to let go of something to receive something new. I've got to let go of whatever seems to be holding my attention in order for it to be fertile and open to receive whatever's here. And so if you think of it that way, as we begin to practice, that you're actually sitting in a position of quiet so that you can allow yourself to receive what's here around you, within you. So let's see if that distinction makes any difference in your practice. Um, Let's find a posture that you can sustain for a little while. Some people make a big deal out of posture and making it really you know, very upright and very orderly. And really what you need is just an awareness of how your posture is and enough comfort to sustain it. And so I'll invite you to Allow your eyes to either close all the way, or you can have your eyes just slightly, what we call veiled, where your eyes are sort of blurring out what's in front of you, so you're not fixated externally. Or if you feel kind of anxious with that, you could just pick a spot on the back of your neighbor's head and stare at it and just rest your eyes. So either all the way closed, veiled, slightly closed, or open. And so from this place of beginning, how do I begin? So as I turn my attention to my body, I could begin to just allow the information in my posture to be known. So can I sense my head? Is my head tipping forward? Is it upright? Is it leaning back? Is it supported? And can I know that through feel, opening my attention to notice the sensation of the position of my head? And noticing the position of my shoulders. Are my shoulders rounded forward? Are they back? Are they tight? Floating up near my ears? Are they down? And we could invite a little relaxation, maybe with an in-breath, and an out-breath, just to ease the body, to let the body know it's safe to be here, it's good to be here. And in the same way, could I sense where my arms are, where they land on my thighs, and whether my hands are touching or not touching? And could I do that through feel, through touch, And as we kind of explore the body here a little bit, it's information, and of course the brain does things with information. So you might be seeing pictures of your body, or you might have other kinds of thoughts about my words, or the instructions, or the experience, and that's completely normal. Because there are parts of the brain that really are active all the time. So we're not trying to stop all that. Maybe moving now to sense your belly. Does your belly feel tight or relaxed? Does your belly move with the exhale? Does it drop and return 
And can you feel the general sense of your whole weight in that seat? Your body supported, not much to do, just resting, but it has a mass, it has a definite weight that you can sort of sense just through touch. And we'll shift our attention now to open to the sensations of breathing. And we can find that in several places, at the nostrils, or if your mouth is open, the open lips, or even the back of the throat, the rise and fall of your chest, the movement out and back of the belly. So take a moment and let your attention open to these five places and see which for you is the most vivid, the most clear. And gently just allow your attention to settle Noticing the sensation of breathing in and the sensation of breathing out. So just from this simple effort to be with the breath, I see that there are different parts of the mind. There's this part of the mind that I can open to receive body sensations and breathing. And then there's the part of the mind that's thinking and imagining, deciding if I'm doing it right, thinking about other things. And that part of the mind is automatic. It's always working. And we want to make room for that. It's not a problem. And so whenever you notice that you don't know whether you're breathing in or breathing out, that's a moment of mindfulness. Gently notice that you were thinking about something, the thoughts had your attention, and then we let go. That's our payment, not because the thoughts are bad, but because we want to strengthen and open to this experience of being return to the breath.
And every time you notice that you're not really sure whether you're breathing in or breathing out, you must have remembered the breath in some way. And that's mindfulness, to remember, to attend, to open, to notice. And because the instructions are to return again and again, we can get the wrong idea that somehow it's bad to have lost the breath or whatever object I'm attending to. But it's really a misunderstanding. So as we continue this practice, remember it's impossible to fail because you're already here. All you need to do is open your attention and notice what's happening now. First at the breath, and then if you find yourself somewhere else, notice that. And to recalibrate the attending, we just come back to the breath, but it's not because thoughts are bad or distractions bad. The tension of the body is often a mirror of the movement of the mind. So as you notice you're breathing in and you're breathing out, on the out-breath, allow your body to further relax. Notice if it's shifted from the beginning to become more tense. Gently exhale any tension from your face and shoulders, chest and belly arms and hands. Allow each exhalation just to settle you into your seat. 
and see if you can, even as thoughts come and go, remain open to receiving what's already here, this in-breath and this out-breath and this sense of being present in this body here. By turning my attention towards my inner experience, I can also notice many things. So for instance, right now, I could notice if my mind is really clear and attentive, or maybe my mind is a bit frenzied and moving quickly. Maybe I'm feeling a little anxious or busy. And so I could include sound and a more deeper emphasis on relaxation if I'm finding my mind very busy. I could listen to the sounds as I exhale and soften my body, slow it down. Or I could find that I'm drowsy, sleepy, hazy. And there I could bring myself to try and find a little more detail. In attending to the breath, I could Try to really be present with my attention, taking in the beginning of the in-breath, that instant that it begins. And that very instant that the breath turns from an inhale to an exhale. 
I could bear witness to the fading of the exhale until it's really nothing there for a moment, and then it begins again. So in sharpening my attending these details, I could bring a little more clarity to the mind. And of course, I could be having a really pleasant experience right now, or I could have a struggle of one kind or another. And so the payment for attending is to really recognize what's here and to let go of having to control it, let go of having to have a certain kind of experience. but instead allowing all my preferences for the good meditation to continue or for a difficult situation to move on, to let go of having to control that and simply open to letting the breath, giving me life at this moment, to come in and go out. And in letting go, making this payment, my attention is free to see what's here this moment.
with this deeper relaxation as we come towards the end, this deeper experience perhaps of my attention and the movement of my mind, we could use that to end on a heart note. So allowing yourself to be really again, staying present to being in this chair, in this place, but also inviting that very busy part of the mind that can see images and tell stories and know things. And bring to mind two or three or more things that you are grateful for that you feel connected to now. Let your mind see and hear and know what those things are and let them be felt by your presence. On that list, we often forget of things to be grateful for. That this attention isn't just utilitarian. It's not just for paying attention to instructions or math problems. It's the doorway to let in life, to come in contact with my awareness, my consciousness. And we forget that consciousness is probably the biggest mystery in science. So each one of us walking around with this mysterious being that we can come in contact with again and again in sessions like this or throughout the day. I could be grateful for this mystery that I'm a part of. And again, returning to your body, just noticing if Tension has crept back in, as it often does. And with a few exhales, allowing the body to relax and perhaps begin to move. And when you're ready, gently opening your eyes.
So it's been a real honor to be on this stage and share my practice with you.